are hot it's the first pot of 2022 which can only mean one thing <laughs> introducing buckets and beyond your friendly neighborhood maps podcast starting <laughs> starting at center from unt Live from the Immaculate Vibe studio, it's your boy Jay Barney in the Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Practice a little. We're gonna get we're gonna get this. We're gonna get this. Multiple studio audiences that uh, all adore Jay. And uh starting at point guard from UT Arlington, your host with the most, Ben Cyborg. Nice. And we are back in the year 2022 to talk some Dallas Mavericks basketball. We're super excited. In case you missed it, we're your friendly neighborhood Mavs podcast. And we do talk a lot of basketball, a lot of NBA, a lot of Mavs, Luca, KP, but we also talk about nerdy stuff. So if you haven't had a chance, go check out our Spider-Man No Way Home review where we had a lot of fun covering that great movie. But today is Strictly Buckets. So yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get into it. Since we last hit hit record with our pod, um, the Mavs have gone three and four, and with uh, we kind of had a loss and a win to the Timberwolves. We lost to the Bucks. We lost to the Jazz on Christmas Day, and then we beat the Blazers by a lot. And then we lost to the Kings at the buzzer. And then we, you know, beat the Kings pretty bad. Um, last night to finish off the year. So if you're new to the pod, this is how we start off pretty much every Mavs pod is what's the vibe check? How, how are you feeling about this team? And especially in this extended stint, uh, stint <laughs> extended stint <laughs> without Doncic. Jay, tell us how you're feeling. Man, I am bored. I am bored, bro. We've had like, okay, so we're talking about vibes. We're talking about this and that. Like the the main idea, the thesis of these last two weeks, since we've dropped the review, since we've talked about the Mavs last, has been the Omicron wave, bro. This this wave of COVID has devastated sports. The NHL has completely suspended their. I mean, they started up in the last week, but they had to completely stop their games. They had to cancel the uh, the in the hockey tournament, the Olympics. Uh, sports all over the place has just been going crazy with these with this with this covid wave you know like bowl games threatened uh you know they're talking about shutting down certain bowl games and things college football coming to an end now uh and and of course in the nba we have lots of roster changes we've had the entire rule changes in the last couple weeks adding things like this emergency contract situation um, allowing teams to expand their roster. In the last two weeks, Ben, we've had 10 roster changes. So since, since we last recorded, we've had 10 changes to the roster. And that includes eight dudes just signed, eight just guys, like guys that you would never imagine could even really make their way back into the league uh, coming back. So 
my vibe has been a little bit bored with just the uh just the omnicron thing going on it feels like preseason to me almost it doesn't even really feel like like we're really in the intense like oh you know pre-all-star break mode you know it doesn't, it doesn't really feel like that it feels like we still have a lot of questions and we're still not really seeing like where all these teams are so my vibe is just a little bit you know kind of just watching the clock kind of just waiting for the the you know the wave to chill out as it as they always do you know it's kind of becoming routine at this point you know we're kind of adjusting to this uh to this little uh era this little great depression we're in you know like as the wave chills out i think we'll we'll see more exciting basketball we'll have more exciting things to talk about but but it is interesting seeing all these guys get signed and seeing how the league has to respond and adapt to the challenges so i mean yeah long rant there but like that's the vibe <laughs> yeah i felt like right before we really got hit with covid i was still unsure of how to evaluate this team because we were kind of we weren't completely in sync at the beginning of the year luca's not you know in the best shape kp is on and off injured and even when we had everybody together they weren't all on the same page um, it, it was very hit or miss. So when Luca goes out with this ankle injury, I'm thinking like, oh, well, we're, we're probably gonna, this is where we kind of get, you know, creamed by everybody because, you know, of the inconsistency and, and they're, you know, I think we've kind of shown instances in a lot of these games where they're closer than we thought they would be. Um, you know, these guys that are coming off of these hardship deals are, um, really playing for their lives, literally. And that I, I think that's kind of injected an excitement level to the Mavs where, you know, we've been complaining as Mavs fans, like, oh, we've had the same team for like the past three years. Nothing's changed. Well, now, like some of those guys are out, whether it's injury or COVID. So we literally signed these guys off the street, this Marquise Chris's of the world or Theo Pinson's. And like all of a sudden we're an exciting team that moves the ball and Jalen Brunson is balling out. KP is, you know, getting his buckets and it's just, um, it's weird to enjoy like how the, you know, the team in the sense of the, without Luca, cause I feel like we've gotten used to Luca, uh, kind of saving the team in a lot of instances, but this is kind of, uh, a way I think the, the team can grow in a way of like, Hey, like we can win without Luca. We can, you know, work on our own offense, our own game, our own t- team defense without Luca. And I do want to kind of give Jalen Brunson a shout out, especially because a lot of, a lot of the, um, the burden of, you know, taking over for Luca kind of falls on him in these past eight games. He's been averaging 18.2 points per game, 6.2 assists, 3.3 rebounds, 35.8 from three point range and 51% field goal, field goal percentage. So, um, that he's basically telling front and office like, Hey, y'all need to, to open, open that checkbook for your boy. Cause I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm keeping this team afloat. I'm keeping, you know, so that that's been exciting. And I, you can tell KP kind of enjoys like being the, 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 the sort of franchise player with Luca gone. So I think this is overall good um, yeah. for the Mavs and part of uh, like these misfit Mavs, these guys that come off the street, like you said, um, it, it puts the front office in a weird position where, you know, guys who have literally been with the team, like a few days are performing really well. And um, uh, when you see guys that 
you know, are playing in place of Tim Hardaway Jr. or Reggie Bullock, it makes you wonder like, Hey, if these, if we can get these guys for cheap, does that mean that Tim Hardaway Jr. or maybe Reggie Bullock are like expendable in a trade because we can get this guy, you know, sign him to a minimum deal and, and maybe like, you know, move off of, you know, some guys that have been underperforming. Um, what do you think? Do you think that's a, there's a chance of that? Or is it just kind of like, you know, do your 10 day and kind of move on? Um, really, I think the only, the only 10 day guy that stood out like really now they've all had flashes, you know, like a, a, a few of these guys have had flashes of like looking like, wow, okay, may, maybe they could actually, maybe they do still belong in the league. But like the only guy who's really made a, a real um, impact, I think, um, and like made a real, you know, made a real notch in their resume is Marquise Chris. Uh, yeah, I think he kicked the door down with that game. He came back, I, I believe it was against the Timberwolves. Um, you know, he had a, um, he played big time in the game against Sacramento the other night when, um, I guess that was last night when we, um, we beat the Kings 112 96. Uh, he played, I think over 20 minutes that game. Um, the game before that he played about 20 minutes. So I mean, he, he's, he's getting some serious minutes and he's like, he's looking like he's being wedged into the roster a little bit. Now, the other guys, I don't really see it. Theo Pinson, um, I mean, he, he was great in the game against the Timberwolves. He was great in that game when he when he showed up as soon as he was signed. But since then, bro, he really hasn't done anything, bro. He hasn't he hasn't looked that great. He hasn't playing been been playing that many minutes. Um, you know, then we got George King, Charlie Brown Jr., Carlick Jones. These guys are are just not good, bro. They're they're not playing that many minutes. Their their play hasn't in the last five six games. Their play hasn't evolved at all if anything it's just fallen off with these other guys so i mean really marquise chris is the only one that i think might have a shot um yeah and i agree i think he's shown he can be in a part of the big man rotation and i think since he's been here he's getting a lot of you know what we would assume would be moses brown's minutes so i think his experience in the league prior to this kid is kind of respecting that and he knows you know, how he can fit into our team. And uh, it, it gives us an old, you know, a, a different look that, you know, we, we haven't had, we haven't had a guy that could, you know, D up on, on Carl Anthony towns, really. It's basically, you know, just Dwight Powell getting steamrolled every time down the court. So it's, it, it's an exciting time for mass fans who have wanted something different. And I feel like T, uh, Theo Pinson is, is, is really more of a, like a defensive specialist that has kind of plugged in and kind of played some, some quality minutes. Um, I can see the Mavs making a spot for him because they both Chris and Pinson got signed for their second 10 days as we kind of, uh, we still have some guys who are in COVID protocols, so we're going to need them. Um, but I wonder as the trade deadline is coming up, uh, in early February, um, I, I wonder if they see this time without Tim Hardaway Jr. And they think, man, like t Tim, we love him to death, but he's a very streaky shooter and he doesn't play great defense. So what does it look like when we have uh, Frank Nilaquila in the starting lineup, or if we have Josh Green in the starting lineup, both who are like quality, you know, pretty good defenders alongside Luca, you know, maybe that's the fit and maybe we can trade THJ for somebody else or even Pinson, you know, can kind of, you know, help off the bench with some defensive responsibilities. Um, I just don't know. 
I don't know. It seems like Tim Hardaway Jr. either has a 30 point game or, you know, <laughs> like he's shooting like, yeah. like one for 17. It, it's, it's kind of hard. And especially when you see the ball movement, because THJ isn't great at his kind of catching. His main thing is catching and shooting, but without him, these guys are moving the ball to get more open, to get better shots. And it's just better quality of offense. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of leaning towards, you know, maybe maybe THJ is expendable um, for the right talent, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of feel the same way. Besides the two games against the Timberwolves, we've actually been shooting above average. Like like <laughs> like this last isn't hasn't been a great stretch, but but we've seen I guess maybe more consistency or cohesion. Uh, like like they are a little bit. Like it does feel a little bit more efficient in a way, and and yeah, Tim Hardaway, and in his stretch before going out, he played like trash, and so I, I'm I'm kind of with you. Like, you know, we're seeing Josh Green get more confidence. Like, you know, he's building his IQ. You know, he's showing he's great around the baseline. He's uh, you know, he could catch and shoot, and he's acrobatic around the baseline and got whips Did and, you see and those can make passes tough passes. He was making in Portland. Those were some of the nastiest passes I've seen yeah. in like a long time. Like yeah, that Portland game was fun. Body control, like getting midair, and he got like Larry, Larry Nance in the air and then just kind of flicked it right, right yeah. to KP. Oh my gosh. That was, I, I wanted that. I'm so happy for him that he's getting some run. He's like shining in that time because I feel like he's been kind of, um, you know, he's kind of been overlooked in this, in the sense of like, Oh, we've got Frank Nielakina. Like, Oh, we've got, you know, these other guys that are taking his minutes, but um, especially with all the stuff that you hear about how the other people in his draft class are doing, I just really want him to like, you know, hopefully stay in the rotation after all these guys come back. I think that would yeah. be much needed. Um, so I, I think we've gone, let's see. Yeah, so like we're essentially, we've got the Jalen and, and KP are balling. Out. How do you feel about KP? Because we kind of touched on on Jalen, but KP has also gone on a tear, and I think we've we've been both uh, lead conductors on the Yeet KP train. What are you? Where are you at yeah. right now? I'm on the Team KP train nowadays, man. <laughs> like last month, two, month and a half, bro. He's balling out, and and also we have to acknowledge. I would, I need to have the freaking stats up with me while we're doing this, but uh, it might have been against the Blazers. There's a game in the last week. He put up 34 points and had like I think nine, ten assists or, or rebounds or something. And bro, that's the he had the best game for the Mavericks this whole season, points wise and like game score wise. Like he he put up, he had like the craziest game, uh, the highest scoring game for a Maverick this whole season. And so, like, I don't know. I, I think that that should be a, something that, like, fans notice, right? Like, he had a 34-point game. Luca's put up 33 points twice. You know, he's put up 32 points. But, like, but KP's had the game where he's really – we've seen him, like, run it up the highest. And and it, that's exciting to me, to seeing that he could, like, okay, he could – he's capable of putting up the same amount of points when he's in Luca's position. So – so to me, it looks like we're seeing the real KP come through. And um, and obviously, it's going to be a thing of like, if he's going to be hurt or not, da, 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 you know, like the whole the whole worry about KP conversation. But but I've been excited about him, man. I've been excited about him. I think 
when Luca comes back, if if he's even, you know, we might, we might be team tanking. It's been 20 days since we've seen Luca on the court. It doesn't even <laughs> feel like he's in the NBA anymore. Like, I don't, is he even in? I mean, I guess I don't know. I don't know what he's been up to, man. Hopefully, he had a happy new year. He's been chilling, resting his leg, whatever. But um, yeah, we're yeah, him and Brunson together. They're they're actually carrying the team and allowing us to be competitive yeah. against these guys still. So uh, yeah, those two guys have blown me away, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know how to. F- <laughs> this stretch is kind of confusing for me because. Admittedly, I'd wanted to eat KP and in the back of my head, I'm thinking like, great job, KP, keep raising that trade value. Like, but I don't know if we would, you know, if, if another franchise would risk that, you know, like, Hey, they, but like his trade value is going up. We might just move him, and that, and I would be excited about that too. Right. Because we should be excited about him playing well for like, whether you're on I team eat or team keep. <laughs> Right. Yeah, we want him to play well either way. I just don't know if he's a good fit with Luca. And I that may seem like a tired trope, I guess. But I think Nuka Nuka. I think Luca needs a I think he needs like a, a wingman ball handler that can make plays. And KP's just gonna be I think we'll kind of see what so these past few weeks, KP's been building his confidence on his game. When Luca comes back, we'll, we'll see how they mesh together. Because I, I don't know. I, I feel like um, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to like completely flip on the side of like, oh yeah, I think KP's the guy for Luca, and you know, we needed some other pieces. Um, but yeah, I. I definitely think uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is expendable, but like Luca, if, if we packaged KP, Tim Hardaway Jr., Brunson, and like a couple picks, and we packaged <laughs> that for something, or did a three, if we did like a huge trade like that, I would be ecstatic. You know, like yeah, I, I just I don't know if that's it's real. So high think, right now. But. I think we value our talent more than the league does, so. You know, it's almost like some like somebody gives you like a, a like a I don't know a Latvian uh, robot or something with Latvian instructions that that team doesn't know how to deal with him. Like we've kind of worked on it, like that we've kind of developed that relationship. But like you know, handle with care. You, you know, I don't know. Like <laughs> rest every other night. You know, I just don't know if a team would. For some reason, we put up with it because. But I don't know if another team will. So I, I'm enjoying this 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 new side of KP where he kind of you know uh, is is kind of balling out. But I can't help but think of like I just don't know if we can rely on him, at, you know, beyond this season. And you know what's funny is like you know how Luca has you know not really missed a whole lot of time. Well, this season he's missed more time than KP because of this you know, COVID and then the, the, you know, health and then his ankle. So we'll see, like, I'm, I'm rooting for him to do well. And, you know, hopefully he, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I'm just kind of in a weird spot with him because I am excited for him. And I don't, and I think 
part of me is just like, stay healthy and we'll see how you do with Luca comes back. Because I think that's how we know whether they're winning combination is once, once they're back on the court together. But speaking of, um, there's also been kind of a lot of Twitter activity I've seen over the past few weeks about who, uh, which Mavs should be in the all-star game. What do, do you think that Luca and KP deserve to be all-stars this year? Man, I, I need to take some of M- FFL, bro. I need to take some of FFL <laughs> because, because <laughs> no, like, yep. nine, none of them, bro. None of them are all-stars to me, dude. Luca is not an all-star. He's not. And he's let, I'm not going to say he's let us down. I'm not going to go that far. But, but for someone to be, um, a, a Vegas pick for MVP and for it to turn out the way it has, it, it's a little disappointing, man. It's a, I'm not going to call him a bust. I'm not, I'm not going to go that far. You know, like we got to see how the season plays out, but like, uh, hot seat Luca or warm seat Luca, warm seat for Luca because no, bro, he's, 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 near, he's on the leaderboard for turnovers, but nowhere in sight for assists for points for like he's he's not hooping really he's not putting up these crazy numbers like we thought he might his numbers aren't as crazy as they were the last couple of years um you know he's he's kind of falling off in some areas and it's like he's not an all-star bro and he's missing all this time barely played in all december like no bro he's not an all-star kp KP has a better case than Luca. You know what? He really doesn't, but but he almost does. It's crazy. And and Brunson, who really could be a sixth man of the year candidate, is not even really a sixth man anymore. Like he's 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 like taking over. He's doing what Luca should be doing. <laughs> you know? So like I'm not gonna call Luca an all-star this year, man. Like maybe he gets in, maybe he deserves votes just for being the face of the franchise and and you know, like just for the moments that he gives us in like the you know the big games here and there, but but just consistency and and just results, they're not there, and yeah. the, the stats aren't there. So he he's not an all star. He's not. Yeah. He's just not. I don't think he's an all star by the numbers. I haven't dug super deep in, but but I I think that even experts would agree with me, bro. He's not an all star, and it sucks. It sucks, and, and we need to be we need to be talking about this more as as a community. We need to be like, yo, like, is this man the goat? You know, like that. It might be time to ask that question. At least you know this season. Like, this might be his off season. This might be his LeBron versus the Mavs season. But like, but LeBron was on some other stuff, bro, when he was doing that. Like, this isn't LeBron. This ain't Bron. Yeah. So sorry, sorry to hate on our boy, but like, yeah, bro, I had to had to let that out. I, I kind of, I, I can't help but feel similarly. Um, so th- as of right now, Luca's averaging 25.6 points per game, eight rebounds a game, 8.5 assists a game, shooting 44% field goal, 32% from three, 69 from free throws. Um, so nice. <laughs> I, I think it, what hurt his case early in the season is – nobody was making shots out like that he would pass to. So his assist numbers should probably be like 10 or 12, but you know, none of our guys were making any, any shots. And the narrative 
that he came in this season not at his peak health, that doesn't help either. Um, so I think, you know, with how high his usage has been, he's, you know, he's clearly having the team on his back for most nights. And, you know, he, if he's not in the right health and he's, he's not in the right shape, then he's not going to be able to be at his best. So I, I think, uh, and our record doesn't help. I think that we, uh, we're like eighth in the West. So very rarely do you get one all-star from the eighth seed in the West. Just usually, um, I remember when the, uh, Devin Booker was having like balling out for the Suns a few years ago on a on a bad Suns team, and he was averaging like thirty a game and kind of you know hitting all these you know game winners and or whatever like he was balling out, and I I I, I kind of thought like well like your team's not winning so that's why you're not in the All Star game like you personally may be doing great but your team isn't, and that that applies to the Mavs this season. Like, yeah, they've had some good games. Like, yeah, they've, you know, um, you know, KP's had a good night every now and then, you know, but Luca has also, but it hasn't turned into team wins. And especially against like winnable games that we feel like, oh yeah, we should definitely beat the Kings or we should definitely beat like this team or the other team. So um, this season, I'm not, I I feel like I'm okay with the Mavs not having an all-star. I'm not, uh, like you have to be on a winning team to me to be an all-star and we're not there yet. We're a sub 500 team. And, uh, and more than anything, I think Luke and KP need the rest, right? Like <laughs> did they not after yeah. all these injuries and, and COVID and, and all this stuff, like I don't need Luca, you know, running out there and, you know, putting more effort that he needs to. And he just needs to be like, like relaxing and, and getting, you know, saving his energy for like the second half of the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel it. And I totally agree. Like I'm almost team tank at this point. Like, <laughs> like get, get our young guys going. Like let's, let's do a little development, you know, like, like this is a rebuild year and it's crazy to say that, but it, it is, man, we have to look in the mirror. We have to like, you know, we got to put down the the MFFL pills. Like we we got to we got to put them down <laughs> and like and be real. Like Luca is not he's not hooping, and none of our guys are hooping. Like 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 you know we're just not quite there yet. But it's go it's fine it's okay because we are getting excited play from a lot of these guys and the younger guys are coming up. Uh, things are looking up. Jason Kidd, I you know we don't hate him yet. He's not, he's, he's, he, I, I, I like his, uh, his demeanor is growing on me. His, like his temperament yeah. as a coach is growing on me. Um, you know, we haven't had the results at all, but, um, but we'll, you know, like, like it's, it's still, there's still a lot to, there's still a lot to come from this team, like a lot to unfold and unravel as, as the season goes on. So you know, it's not 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 a, not a waste of time to just rest Luca for a little bit, and not, not a you know like this will be a season that we kind of just forget about maybe you know in, in, in the hopefully this is like a just a a little dark spot in the uh, it, it likely will be a dark spot for many teams like you know like we have I don't know like there's there's a lot of stuff going on but but you know this might just be a a, a blemish on Luca's career this season here hopefully and it's okay to conceptualize that if you're Luca I think if you know it's whatever like. Let's take a month off, regroup. <laughs> right now, we're eighth in the in the West. 
and we are like a half game behind the sixth seed. So I, I understand like the West is so jacked up after the Warriors, the Suns, and the Jazz, it's like a free for all. Yep. So I, I think that they're kind of banking on like, hey, we're getting uh, KP and Jalen some some really good experience on their own. We're growing the guys that you know on the back of the bench who haven't gotten to play thanks to COVID, and and now like if Luca comes back, does that suddenly turn us into like, hey, let's let's rattle off five in a row with Luca back, or is it like no, like we're still not a good fit even after all the time or, you know, I, that, that's kind of the question right now is, uh, and, and I think that the, the kind of blessing in disguise of this whole situation is like, you know, we talked about KP's raising trade value, but when we think about it, we're kind of raising Josh Green's trade value. We're kind of raising, you know, like some other guys on the team that like maybe hadn't gotten as much playing time. Um, so Maybe Dorian Finney, Dorian Finney Smith has kind of been balling out in these past few games. He's he's been knocking some big shots and he's been all over the place. Maybe his trade value goes up a little bit more. Um, I I'm really curious on a when Luca comes back, what does this team look like? B are we trying to make moves like with with what we've got? Are we are we do we really think Luca can fix everything or do we think like hey we still need some other pieces? that we can swap out for, for, for like THJ or Reggie block or whoever it might be. Um, and hopefully I'm going to see if I can get some guests on that. We can maybe give some more insight into that. Um, but, uh, do you, are there any other topics you wanted to hit? I feel like we got all the Mavs topics out of the way. Um, anything um, else? Not really. Not really. Everybody stay safe out there. <laughs> yeah. Stay safe. Mask up. I just got the booster. So my arm is all kinds of jacked up. So. <laughs> nice, nice. Still need to get mine. Still need to get mine. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is kind of uh, our first part of the year, Buckets and Beyond. We'll have Andrew the Goon Bennett back, and then uh, we'll give you all some more updates on some guests that we'll have. We'll keep you guys posted. Uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning in this past year uh, with us. We really appreciate it. Feel free to uh, just um we're trying to grow the pod so if you really liked it and you uh you want to sh- feel free to share it let, let other people know uh we're, we're out here we're trying to do something different and uh yeah we have been buckets and beyond oh by the way check us out on instagram at buckets and beyond and check us out on twitter at buckets beyond we've been buckets and beyond we out of here buckets Adios. and beyond peace out <laughs> <laughs>